What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, Scott Edwards, and with me, as always, is Parker. Parker, how are you on this fine Wednesday morning? I'm doing great. This is like officially, we're we're like officially Joshi Summer right now with Mm. uh, two starting pay-per-views this week, this past weekend. Uh, two starting pay-per-views this upcoming weekend. Obviously, the start of the five-star. Ice Ribbon is in is at Cork and Hall. Uh, TJPW is doing their Princess Cup. We have, I mean, at the time of recording, Mio Yamashita wrestling on Dynamite tonight, uh, which this this will probably be out. Or that will have happened by the time this comes out. But yeah, there's like so much going on. Uh, so I am looking forward to talking about it at all. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful time to be a Joshi fan, and you and me have kind of hyped that up for the past couple months. Uh, but this is this is where we just go all in. Uh, you know, starting this weekend, Stardom is do has a important show every single weekend until October first. That is just mm-hmm. insanity, and TJPW they're closing up their tournament uh i think this is the quarterfinals this weekend so that'll be a fun little topic to go through and like you said ice ribbon big cork and then there'll be a bunch of other joshi events coming in the next month or two that is really exciting to talk about but let's talk about unfortunate news right off the bat here as we do our stardom conversation tecla 
has been removed from the five-star Grand Prix, and she will be replaced by Momo Kogo. So obviously, before we talk about Momo Kogo in the tournament, uh, we want to, you know, we're pretty upset, obviously, that Tekla had to get taken out. Uh, she tweeted out to everyone who was looking forward to seeing me compete in the five-star. I was advised to take some more time off instead of pushing it. Came here to show you guys a good time for a long time, and that's all. That's what I'll do once I'm 100% again. Back soon, and good luck, DDM. So right off the bat, it does. It, it mostly just feels like, you know, she was near being good, but they don't want to risk the, you know, what happened to Julia last year where, you know, tech was good, tech was good, tech was good. And then maybe they have to pull her out. Uh, maybe she, you know, maybe she just couldn't go all like 12 tournament matches a lot mm-hmm. and 12 tournament matches where you have to go all out is even more. It's not like people take, you know, a night off in this tournament. That is just not the case. So, you know, it stinks for her, but obviously it's a major opportunity for Momo Kogo. Yeah, it's disappointing for um, for Tekla, who has obviously had a, a pretty nice rise in Joshi this year. She was just kind of a an ice ribbon mid carder, uh, and, and then at the start of this year, she joined Stardom, joined DDM, of course, um, and she was SWA champion. She beat Mina Shirakawa to win that vacant championship. She challenged for the high speed title. She's challenged for the goddess titles. So she's constantly involved in stuff um, whenever she's she's been healthy. But uh, her last match was the high speed match against Azumi. Um, that only went about seven minutes. That may have been the plan originally. I'm not sure, but it's it's interesting to wonder if if maybe something had happened in that match uh, where they just had to had to go to that finish. Uh, quickly even though it wasn't necessarily immediately apparent um so the yeah obviously wishing the best for her and you know she'll get opportunities to to do this this tournament that's not that's not really a worry um at all so she'll be back next year she'll be in it not not too super worried about that um on the other hand as you as you led me in there uh this is great for momokoko i mean it's really exciting she was the out of all the alternates i would have had Saida as like I, I, the guaranteed somebody who I think should mm-hmm. be in there, and then I think after her I would have had Momokogo as the next person who I would have I would have put in there if I if I was booking this tournament over Ami Sare and uh, and my Sakurai, um, and so I'm really glad that she gets to be in here. I thought she did really well against mm-hmm. Azumi in her high speed title match, and I just think she's like generally really talented and more so than people either give her credit for or her standing on the card right now um would lead you to believe um yeah i think she's better than most of the people sort of on her you know kayfabe level in stardom so uh, i'm very much looking forward to seeing what she can do here i mean you just look at the list of opponents she's gonna face she's gonna take on shuri and utami and tam nakano and risa sarah and micah and himeka and azumi again and koguma and so there are lots of people he or she can wrestle and get tons of in-ring experience with uh, and try to put on uh, a good show. Yes, uh, for sure. And and we talked about it all throughout that qualifying league of like how Momokogo would be a great option. Obviously, we didn't see it happening because of the way they've been booking. But now that she gets the opportunity and, you know, she's coming in with the most confidence she's ever had, it feels like. Every single time she goes out there now, ever since that match with 
um, as of me. It's been just, you know, good showing after good showing. Like, her tag team with Mayu has shown that she has grown alone. Like, that has become... That that tag team has become one of my favorite parts of those house shows for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she she and, month, she and Mayu had a great match, like a legitimately one of the better Sardom house show matches of the year against um, Utami and Azumi mm-hmm. uh, just last, just not last weekend, but the previous weekend. So yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, and learning from Mayu, obviously, you know, that, that, that goes a long way. Learning from Hazuki goes a long way, but now she gets to learn in the ring for 12 different tournament matches that is just that those are teachings you can't really you know you can't pass those up if you get an opportunity you take it and i'm happy they picked her because obviously they could have picked a lady c who was in the tournament last year they could have picked ruaka who was in the tournament last year but they went with someone new someone that's going to grow from it um not saying ruaka wouldn't grow from it but they're picking someone that didn't have an opportunity before. Now she does, and I think she's going to shine for the most part. Quick, I'm sure her quick. points change, though. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I don't think she's going to win the matches that that Tekla necessarily would have yeah. won. Um, the quick quick note on on the, the choice of Kogo, um, Sunny, who runs the Sunny Gutierrez, who runs the uh, Stardom English um, social media, uh, mentioned on the. Um, on the observer board that uh, he was under the impression that the reason Kogo was selected, it was between Kogo and Ruaka for that final spot. Um, And he was under the impression that Kogo was selected because simply because she's older and Ruaka Mm -hmm. will, will get chances. Like she's already been in a five-star Ruaka is still not 18. She will get chances to wrestle in five stars in the future. Whereas, um, you know, Kogo is, is pretty much in the prime of her career, even though she has um, an undefined age at this point. Mm. So um, that is, uh, so that, that was kind of the justification there. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I like the move either way Um, because, you know, you think about it towards next year, who knows who will be in the tournament. I'm sure they're going to want to get Amasaki in the tournament. And, you know, there's not a lot of spots when you think about it because they're going to want to probably keep doing outsider people. So her getting this opportunity is very big for her. And I'm looking forward to seeing how she does because I think it can only make her better in the long run. But we have two pay-per-views to review <laughs> here. So let's not uh, – let's cut – let's not uh, keep going over all these things because it's a busy time here in Stardom. Stardom and Showcase, Volume 1, the very first edition of this brand that is titled the Sports Entertainment Brand of Stardom. That's what the tweet said, and by the end of the show, you kind of knew that. Uh, So every single match had some sort of stipulation, even if the stipulation didn't necessarily, you know, change the game. Uh, I'm going to say I think so i know that these pay-per-views are probably such a fun time for the talent because you know every show they do is mostly serious especially ahead of the five star so first and foremost i think the idea and as the time develops will be really good i present i look at this more as like a new blood type show than a pay-per-view pay-per-view if that makes sense i know Mm -hmm. it's sold on pay-per-view but that's kind of how I look at these shows. And 
at, over time, I think they'll get better and better because let's let's be honest, they're just tossing, th- they're throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. And not everything is going to stick from this show. That's just the truth. I think there were good parts. I think there were bad parts, and we'll get to that. But overall, I think just seeing, you know, you could tell how much fun the talent had and the different feeling it had, you know, with the DJ playing the music. There's obviously places to change and places to improve, but overall I thought it's a good idea for them if they're not running it every month because I don't need Mm -hmm. to see it every month. But if you're doing every other month or every three months, that's okay with me. Yeah, overall I would say this is, pretty pretty mixed bag in terms of my yeah. my entertainment level um i don't know i see the appeal like there were moments where i was just like having a blast and and being like okay right. that was great right um one match in particular that uh, was that but then there were other moments where I, it was literally like this is the worst stuff stardom has done all year yeah. um so uh you know when, when that when that happens it's it's a little disappointing like if you can safely say that um, you know, just looking at cage match ratings, for example, and obviously that's not the gospel, but it, it shows <laughs> it, it shows a general um, consensus. And uh, currently, the th- out of seven matches, the third highest rated match on the show is the Rumble. Uh, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> that, that probably gives you an indication of maybe the, the quality of wrestling that we saw on this show. So, um, I, I don't agree with that, by the way. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought this was pretty much a mixed bag. And yeah. th- to be honest, I don't have. Th- there's a lot of matches here that I don't really have much to say no. about at all. We're gonna go through um, the results mostly. So, so yeah, we'll we'll go, we'll go through that here. All right, Nagoya Rumble. Go Keegan Death won the Rumble. Uh, I guess the moment of this match was her celebrating with stars. That was about it. Uh, the other surprise was. Um, was it super strong starter machine? Is that mm-hmm. thing correct? Yeah, I don't have that. I didn't have that right down, but yes, no one knows who that is, of course. Um, I don't so, know. Yeah, they got a mystery yeah. woman under a mask. She's really sort she of really strong. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, really good. She should probably come so, back. For some, I'm strangely drawn to her. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they. I hope they bring her back. Yeah, in a in a totally unrelated note, uh, Saeeda and Ami Saray faced Micah and Hameka in the power and power match. Uh, 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 worth noting that Utami had to miss this show, and we'll get to all the people that did have to miss as we go through this card. Uh, she had to miss the show, so it removed her and Lady C from the match, so it turned into a power and power match. Uh, this was not much of anything for me. I like seeing Ida and Saray together because you know, we don't get mm-hmm. to see that a lot of the difference. And I was like, you know, these two, if they were on the same unit and which they're not obviously they could be a good tag team if they developed over time um which is funny because ami saray is currently in a tag team (laughs) but we'll get to that (laughs) later um i think those two work together i love mike and Jamaica together but this it was just uh it was this match wasn't much yeah the 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 big spot was when the two shorter members put the taller members on their yes. shoulders yes and, <clears throat> and and made that happen uh and they did like a, a tower battle there yeah. um i will say and I'll, and uh, maybe i can bring this up on the next review but Ugh. um Sir, Sir has like has like oh. realized that she's a person 
in the last yeah, few weeks. Yeah, um, she's nice. like actually showing personality, which is good because she was kind of a yeah. blank, a blank canvas for a while there when she signed. So that's cool. That's exciting. Um, I think Gonzai really needs it. So, yep. But yeah, not much to say here in terms of the match. Uh, all right. Okay. Here we <laughs> go. Um, the Cosmic Rules match. Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, and Saki wrestled to a no contest. Um, I will start by saying this is the worst starter match of the year. I will not hear mm-hmm. anything else. I don't think it's close. Um, this was not what I watch wrestling for. It kind of goes into that conversation we had a few weeks ago when they released the video. Um, the it's the it's it was the part where you know Mina's doing like the thing where she's taking off her clothes and staring at the camera. I'm like, okay, so now we've we went from this level to this level as I expected. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna act like I didn't expect it to happen, but it's just it's not what I sign up for. And like the best part of this match was Saki because like <laughs> yeah, she absolutely, was, she was us of like, oh, I don't want to be here but I am here. And also the best part of this whole match is Natsupoi didn't have to take part in it because she had to miss the show. Yeah. Like that's I'm so happy. She didn't have to be in this. Um, it was not, it was everything I expected it to be. And I saw some people like, Oh, it wasn't that bad. Blah, blah, blah. No, it was that bad because that yeah, was really bad. What I signed up for at all. This is not what I watched stardom for because listen, we're about to start this weekend with the five-star Grand Prix, and trust me, we're going to walk away with so many great matches, and we're going to be like, oh, yeah, we were not going to remember the Cosmic Rules match. But it's the point that I had to watch in the first place, and trust me, I didn't want to, but I did because that's what we do here to cover shows, right? Um, it was just bad. It was not good. The water stuff, like, I, I wrote a review for this show. I said, Cosmic Rules means you can use water. There were water guns and beach floats. The less I say, the better. That that was my review hmm. for this because it's just the truth. I do not enjoy it at all, and I hope if there's anything from Stardom Showcase we can remove moving forward, it is this. Yeah, yeah, it's like getting back to our conversation from a couple of weeks ago. It's like you said, just not what I want out of wrestling. Like, like I don't want suddenly like some random AW talent. Like, I don't want Thunder Rosa to come out and like start like stripping on on dynamite or or her to do uh a you know a a cosmic rules match or a a water (laughs) match where she comes out in a towel after being like attacked backstage or or whatever and 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 tries to do like spots and then you get like like creeps who are like begging for like something to happen with the towel so um yeah no that this is like terrible uh and i don't i don't get the appeal of it for anybody unless I don't know. <laughs> like like even even if you're like even if you're like kind of into it like on on like that level if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I feel like there's like so many other things <laughs> you you could do like why like it's not like anything happened that was like all that crazy. It was just like stupid. I don't know. It's I, I don't know. I, I want to move on. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Bless Saki. That's all I'll say. She was the, <laughs> yeah. she was the only good yeah. part of this. Uh moving on, moving on because that that's a, uh Shuri defeated Haragi Karumi in an I quit match. I think the takeaway here was that Karumi needs some work since she just got back in the ring. Um there were some points that I enjoy, but overall it definitely wasn't what it could have been. Uh and it's it's probably the weakest Shuri pay per view match of the year. 
you know, some people were really down on this. I wasn't, I was, I didn't think this was like bad or anything. Me either. Me either. Um, but it's, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is Sherry. Uh, so that's why I confidently say that for sure. And, and it was weird <laughs> that it was in, it was, it was weird that it was in like the mid card to have a Sherry yeah. singles match with a, with a, you know, a stipulation or a gimmick mm-hmm. to it. Just be like, fourth from the top on a show is just it was just kind of odd placing too uh but it makes sense because obviously there wasn't any mirai or um or akane fujita in this match either uh, i'm right. sure it would have been better if those two were in it I agree. um F- fujita has a really good uh creative mind for like hardcore stuff so yeah. uh, i'm sure it would have been good but um yeah karugi is somebody karumi i should say is somebody who has a ton of potential and has shown like her talent she just hasn't wrestled in literally a year um and so i I assume she's just getting back into ring shape she's still super young like like yeah she's 22 so so she's like younger she's like the same age as like momo watanabe right uh which people don't i don't think people really perceive that about her necessarily um so she'll she'll get back there she'll she'll be where she needs to be she's part of prominence um she and she'll get a chance to 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 get back into ring shape but for now yeah this is this is not the best uh this is not the best performance i've seen out of uh out of her no she flashed some like really quality stuff like the uh boss slam that she does where she Mm -hmm. catches the opponent run off like that was phenomenal she did it back to back nights and i i loved it both nights so like clearly there is a lot of potential there there's a lot of skill there it's just yeah, you gotta get back into ring shape, and, which and I will you say, just gotta have matches. She carries herself really well um, mm-hmm. as just like a big deal powerhouse, like killer type. She mm-hmm. um, she was great, like choking out Shuri in the build up to this. It she, it was really good. So yeah, she'll she'll get like if I've seen Karumi in, in numerous excellent matches, she'll easily get back to to where she needs to be. Yeah, I'll talk about this um, on the on the Midsummer Champions review, but I do see Risa, Sarah, Suzu, and uh, Karumi is a potential artist of stardom, at least mm. title challenger down the line. I think uh, that trio is very good uh, together. They had the presentation they had is just like, you know, kind of awesome that not every, not, you, you can't teach it. You can't teach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. But let's get to what I thought was the better three matches of the show, or should I say the best three matches of the show, starting with the Falls Count. Anywhere match, Tam Nakano, Koguma, Azumi, and Momo Watanabe with Azumi winning uh, after she did the, uh, after her and Koguma did the Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon <laughs> yeah. spot through the uh, wall. Um, I, I, I want to start off by saying I thought every part of this match was just an absolute blast. Um, they took, you know, because Falls Count Anywhere can be kind of bad um depending on what you do with it like if you stay by ringside the entire time it's just not worth the stipulation um which you know you could see in like wwe or something like that um but they went everywhere they had this big elephant float on one side they had the rock climbing big slide on the other side and you know you have four talented wrestlers who want to have fun and that's exactly what they did there's so many spots to go through here but parker uh, how do you like this match I love this match. I thought this match yeah. was great. Easily the best match of the night. Um, I, I, I re- I'm a huge fan of all four in the match, uh, particularly Koguma, Koguma and Tam. So I was really kind of uh, pleased by the, the gear switch, which I thought was yes. very funny. Um, I mean, those two, those are like 
my number two and three in the in the promotion in terms of my favorites. So that was a ton of fun. I was dying at them, just like exchanging cradles in the bounce house. It was just like just preposterous that they were trying to like they were like mm-hmm. bouncing, trying to do these like victory roll type deals. Yeah. Um, the uh, the you know Momo backstage taking a break to have a little snack. It was very funny. <laughs> that sort of oeditized thing is that they always have snacks with them now. And so yeah. she's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to go do this. And and Azumi was kind of baffled at that. She didn't. It was funny because it was like, like, obviously, all this is, is planned and predetermined and everything. But even even in the moment, I feel like Azumi didn't know exactly what to say to like, get out of it. <laughs> so she was she was kind of befuddled there, too. So that was very funny. Um the uh of course the the big like hilarious moment which didn't take away from the match at all was koguma going for a giant (laughs) splash off the the inflatable slide and uh there's not a lot of uh resistance to get a good jump off on the top of an inflatable slide and so she completely (laughs) ate shit and like fell right on her face down the slide tumbling down and there's mayu iwatani on commentary like absolutely <laughs> cracking up like she is like dying on commentary uh, um and then yeah and, and, and in between it all like there was some legitimately great high speed wrestling from all mm-hmm. four um and yeah the the finish was was so silly like there it's just azumi and koguma right yeah fighting fighting on the on the ramp and was it koguma yeah it I was can't remember. okay koguma um, was wearing tam stuff Right, right, right. That's what I'm like, I'm like, oh, what? Um, fighting on the uh, on the stage, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, Azumi uh, suplexes her into the wall, and the wall breaks away, and she, yeah. she gets the pin through there. So, ton of fun, blast, easily the best thing on the night. And uh, I mean, but you you had to have expected it, considering the talent of all four involved and how creative they all are with stipulations and stuff like that like this is this is the the type of match that that i personally am excited to see going forward from uh, from stardom and showcase this is the match that i call good comedy wrestling mm-hmm. like like people you know there's so many different types of comedy wrestling i don't like a lot of them but this is like the best kind where you can mix the wrestling into just obviously having fun because these these two these four i mean these four had so much fun and you know i like to bring up the spot where like azumi has momo in a like heel hook and then they just slide down the slide and then (laughs) and then tam and koguma are like oh well we're gonna go break that up by just sliding right into them yeah (laughs) <laughs> it was fantastic yeah. and then but the koguma spot was the spot of the night not not the spot of the show uh not the spot of the match the spot of the night i thought just the mixture of having Mayu uh mayu has to be on commentary for all these shows by the way yeah. because <laughs> most of them will be comedic and she just was losing it uh she had so much fun and obviously her relationship with koguma makes it even funnier for her but it was so funny because koguma was like oh, i'm gonna do this big dive and then whoop see ya and she just <laughs> rolls down like the good thing is you know she's okay because it's a bounce house and right. she's like she was like sl- she was rolling so slowly but she couldn't stop herself so it was great um yeah these these four really just went out there and killed it um this this is the type of stuff that i like stardom show in showcase for because if you're gonna put here's here's the better part right we talk about draws and all this stuff if you're gonna put these four great wrestlers in a match and 
you're going to avoid a draw, then you can do this happily. I will watch this every single time. Now, they're going to have to get creative, obviously, on the next one and the next one after that, as the next one was announced, which I'll get to in a second. But the this is why I thought Starman Showcase could be a good idea, and they delivered on it. I think a lot of people, this was their match that they were most excited for going into it. So it was nice to see them deliver. It was hard for them not to deliver because, like you said, these four talents often do that. Uh, but definitely, definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. I, th- I believe it's on Stardom World now. I think it just got uploaded yesterday. Mm, yeah, it should be. Yep. So go check that out. Uh- NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next up was the hardcore match as prominences Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki defeated the team of Oh My Julia, Julia and My Sakurai. Uh, there, I have to give a lot of credit, and I know, like you and me, we watch a lot of physical matches, and this isn't like going to be the most physical and 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 uh, brutal uh, match for someone to wrestle because there's obviously worse hardcore matches or death matches. But I do want to give credit to my Sakurai because she did take a beating in this match. Um, she, you know, Risa Sarah and Suzuki are not going to take it easy on anyone, uh, let alone someone that's, I don't, I don't know what Mai's exact skill set, but she hasn't been in wrestling for three years. That's all I remember because she's mm-hmm. in the future uh, of stardom division. And, you know, my Sakurai's improvement, we talk about it pretty much every week now. It's been one of the best stories in stardom. Even if it's not a meant-to-be-told story, her improvement has been one of my favorite things to watch. As someone that didn't think she, you know, had a shot at one time because she was so bad. Uh, but switching to DDM, gaining her confidence, and just learning from them has gone so far. So I do want to give her credit here. I really enjoyed this match. I thought the best parts were obviously when Suzu and Julia kind of just focused on each other and wanted to destroy each other because that is the story going into this. But uh, this this was exactly kind of what we talked about it was more of the hardcore match that like dash chisako does it didn't go down the death match route uh they didn't use suzu's fork ball but they did have a fork like um thing <laughs> that her and julia yeah the board that her and julia went through like i really enjoyed this match i had a lot of fun watching it um you know <laughs> suzu hits a uh pile driver through the table um onto julia i think julia got her headbutt in you know on you know mm-hmm. usual things she was very devastated when she didn't get it in the night after so uh 
I really, it is really good. It continues the feud. That was the most important part for me. How much can it continue the feud? Gives prominence a big win, even if they're just pinning my Sakurai. They looked dominant after this weekend. Yeah, I thought this was the second best match of the night. I enjoyed this a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely echo pretty much everything you said there. I loved, um, my Sakurai took, took a, a beating in this match. And um, from somebody who came from actress girls of all places and was in cosmic angels and all that like that that's like a a big deal this was her first ever hardcore match so this is you know for her to for her to go in and and go in fully and do the match for real uh, i think that's a big deal so good for her there's some wrestlers who just like wouldn't be willing to to do that so i think that's really cool um just like you said furthering julia and suzu is like number one priority for these two right now and this did that super well um risa sarah is such a killer like she's yeah. a monster out there i'm really looking forward to see how she was able to translate that to non-hard mm-hmm. non-hardcore matches in the five star um she's had many great matches in her career that were not hardcore but that hasn't really been her her game for a couple of years now so that'll be interesting and then um uh my only my only real problem um, and it's not even necessarily the the town's fault. It was just the the crowd was like it was like silent. I was terrible for, for these two shows. Yeah, this was there was like nothing going on. Um, it was just they were just sort of sitting quietly and and watching these four women like destroy each other. Yeah. Um, and it does take it does take stuff out of it for me. It's like un, almost a little unfair to the talent, but that's kind of how it goes. And you know, the, there's always some way to get the crowd into something. So I'm not sure what that would have been here, but in any case, um, with a hotter crowd and a more heated environment, I think this could have been like almost like a uh, you know a, a truly great match that's like almost must see. Uh, as it stands, it was still a great hardcore match. Uh, another a perfectly appropriate stop in the Julia Suzu feud. Uh, while also furthering other other agendas as well so i thought this was uh, another success yes another success indeed and the crowd oh my god so bad i don't i just like let's chill with going to nagoya please because <laughs> they they go there all the time they go there I more know. than than like anybody it's kind of it's kind of yeah. odd actually yeah because it's not like they're i mean they sell the shows that's why <laughs> there's no yeah, other yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't care if the crowd's loud they as long as you're selling up the building it doesn't matter <laughs> uh but the main event was starlight kid versus sayak hamatani versus the mysterious grim reaper in a coffin match listen coffin matches are usually bad and i'm not gonna say like this was great or anything this is my third favorite match of the night uh not the rumble um like cage match does <laughs> um but I thought there were good parts to this, and but the biggest takeaway I had was, wow, this match would have rocked if they didn't have to worry about a stupid coffin. <laughs> they could have just wrestled <laughs> because the three touts, I should say, Mysterious Grim Reaper was none other than you, uh, one half of the Sendai Girls Tag Team Champions, Team 200 Kilograms. Definitely a big shock for me. I don't think anyone said you was going to be the mysterious grim reaper so a fun surprise it seems like she will be around moving forward at least for these showcase uh shows which is pretty cool and we'll get to the tease after but uh how do you like the reveal how do you like the person that they picked um and the match itself yeah i like you a lot um so thanks so man. i think 
Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, you is a is a really just talented wrestler, and she's really someone whose sort of wrestler profile is not is not currently occupied in in stardom. So I think that for me is is why this is most exciting. Um, they obviously have powerhouse wrestlers on the on the roster, but none I would say are as physically strong and imposing as you is. Mm. Um, you's obviously got a major pedigree she's in the most dominant you know tag team in joshi outside of like stardom essentially um with with chihiro hashimoto also the idea that potentially chihiro hashimoto could show up mm. is is interesting i'm a little like cooler on that than most people not not in terms of excitement but you is is a freelancer and hashimoto is not and it's as simple as that um so that's that's another aspect to it and you as somebody who just has like a really extensive pedigree like she builds herself as being a part of pro wrestling eve in uh in the uk and she's a former... since 2019 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird yeah but she just <laughs> yeah the, the wrestling's weird um and she you know former princess of princess champion she had like a nine month reign in tgpw as as their champion so she's got that pedigree as well um she's kind of all over the place right now uh so if they were to sign you i think that's like massive i think that's a bigger just at face value free agent signing than like pretty much anybody i can think of since like maybe julia or sure sure he would have been the, the last sure, one it would yeah. have been sure yeah yeah uh but since sure i can't think of anybody who's come in on a more high profile level than than you has so mm. um that's compelling i'd be really interested to see her full time in stardom i think that would be fantastic if they were to bring bring her in um in terms of the match it was it was entertaining but it was just yeah. purely you dominance over yeah. uh over starlight kid or, or, or over yeah starlight kid was one of their top rising stars one of the most popular wrestlers and Sayaka Kamatani, their current wonder of stardom champions so obviously it's not like a it's not like a burial or anything i mean it was kind of literally a burial but it, it's not <laughs> uh, it's not a burial in the sense of uh you know she's like single-handedly just like killing these people in an actual like three-way match because this is a um this is starting in showcase it's a little bit different maybe maybe slightly outside of canon but um was still the idea with how strong they put you over um i, I don't know i would I, I i would love to see her see her in stardom going forward mm -hmm. i think that would be really exciting yeah at least for a couple couple big matches you know like a couple title matches any mm -hmm. anything that involves you having a real match and stardom after having this coffin match is cool with me um it, it reminded me of uh when roman reigns pinned edge and daniel bryan at wrestlemania at the same time oh yeah obviously absolutely. she didn't pin them but i was like damn she just stacked them and brought and <laughs> the best part is she carried the coffin out right she has the rope yeah and she just yeah, yeah they, they did so many spots yeah. to to get over just her pure strength and her size they had her like she broke the coffin yeah uh after the, trying to you know, being cool, sent into uh, it earlier so camera yeah. over it too like mm -hmm. so you could kind of like see that the coffin exploded uh but yeah they made her look like a beast so she's not going anywhere you don't just have someone do that and then not have them around for the foreseeable future uh this is the best this is the strongest a uh outsider has looked so far since they've started doing the new blood stuff and prominence and mm -hmm. colors and that's saying something because i think they've made prominence look really good 
but this was just a different level and i'm excited to see what happens um after the match they cut to another video of this wasn't a grim reaper necessarily but it was someone staring at rossi ogawa um and he kind of said like why are you back or something so giving hints of who it could be uh this kind of automatically made people think it was hashimoto because of the u connection I'm not going to begin to guess because guessing these things almost never works. Yeah, I did not there, there guess not you. A single person who had you <laughs> on their radar as no. being the person here. So I'm I'm done. I'm done guessing. Rossi, yeah. Rossi can figure it out on his own. Yeah, he's bringing in great people. I don't doubt what he's doing. So just keep right. doing it. Uh, but let's move on here. We've uh, that was Starman Showcase Volume One. Volume Two is coming on the 25th of September, where we have one five-star Grand Prix match set. That card also looks like kind of, if a, if a match needs to be made up, it'll probably happen there as well. Uh, so definitely wait and see on what happens. But that's kind of the point of the big schedule. If anything happens, you have all these shows to make up for it. Uh, we had Midsummer Champions 2022 in Nagoya, and I am going to say it right from the start. I love the main event, but this was probably the weakest stardom pay-per-view. Cinderella tournament doesn't count. Uh, the first, <laughs> like the first day of the Cinderella tournament doesn't count. This was probably the weakest um, pay-per-view of the year so far. Yeah, I agree with you there um, entirely. I thought the main event was fantastic. Um, another awesome Shuri title defense as expected against Tam Nakano. And outside of that, I, there was not much to sink your teeth into. Um, no. I didn't think any of the other matches exceeded expectations. No. And uh, I think the other three main title matches, in fact, did not meet expectations no. in terms of the triangle, the tag title, and the uh, and the wonder match either. So, yeah, a bit of a disappointing show. It wasn't a bad show by any means. Right. And like I said, as long as you have like the story of like for example new japan in this g1 tour has been just like middling stuff until they get to like a classic main event um yeah. and so it's like not the end of, end of the world to have a show like yeah. this right um but it, it was not it didn't feel outside of the main event like terribly inspired uh in mm -hmm. terms of the wrestling or the effort or anything and maybe everybody's just cooling off before before the five star i hope that's what it is at least because uh because frankly and i don't know even know if we need to get super into every individual match no. because there it's not even like newsworthy there were no title changes or anything like <laughs> that um but uh you know it wasn't like saki came in and just was was crazy barn burner level fantastic against saya kamatani and on the flip side saya who consistently elevates every match she's in yeah i, I felt like she didn't really do that here um yeah. i i didn't think the tag title match for example i didn't even think it was like meaningfully better than the draw um wow. I, I it was just like i know i know you disagree there um you you liked this more than the draw but well i hated um, the draw with every part yeah yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> um but there was just like they're just wrestling and like doing things in front of that, like that silence for such yeah. a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the, the, the triangle title match was, I thought uh, either the second or third best match on the show competing with the, the wonder match, but even that could have, you know, you could have had some insane, you know, 
yeah. Momo and Julia sequences or Starlight Kid and Julia sequences and lots of dramatic Saki near falls, uh, which we didn't get either of those. We just got Saki pinning. Ju it was Julia, right? With the, yeah. with the, with the cradle at the very end there to retain um, kind of like truly out of nowhere. So um yeah, I, just not not a whole lot to write, to write home about. You can give your general thoughts too, but uh, I do want to get into that main event as well. Yep. Uh, so th the thing with this pay-per-view is, you know, I walked away out of it. And I said, you know, this would be a really solid pay-per-view for most companies. But mm -hmm. we've reached a point with stardom where we expect like, you know, three, four notebook or borderline notebook type matches and, you know, just a complete card and this was one of those where truthfully the match everyone was looking forward to was the main event and in the end that was the only thing that delivered and you know instead of going through match by match because i agree with you it's not a show that we really need to do that for i'm just gonna give general thoughts here about everything uh you know saki saki versus saya kamatani saki i thought was flawless in her delivery i thought she looked good in her match it just never reached a point of drama. It never reached a point of that next level. It just kind of, you know, they got through the big moves and it ended. And that's, I, I think that's probably in part that they don't know each other a lot. They don't wrestle each other a lot. So I'm sure that could have to do with it, especially for Saya, who I think Saya as as Sai is more comfortable with the wrestler, the better her matches is, aka look at like the Tam Nakano matches, for mm -hmm. example. For sure. Um, so I think that's probably part to do with it. I think it's the second uh second weakest defense of her reign. And she's had a great reign, so like that's not even disrespectful because the match was good. It just wasn't anything special. Yeah, I actually uh, thought it was the weakest. Would you say okay. Unagi's was the weakest yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I thought this was even weaker than Unagi. Um, They're pretty close for me. Um if mm -hmm. I remember I don't remember like what I rated Unagi's right, match, yeah, yeah, yeah. nor do I plan on going back and seeing it. But they were <laughs> right. probably like they were probably like exactly the same, if not. But I th the thing is like I thought Saki looked good. It's just it didn't ever hit any point that i wanted it to which is fine it's whatever um hazuki and kogama versus mariah and amisarei i thought it was a great showing by hazuki once again she often does this in her tag matches where she kind of i don't know why but kogama kind of just disappears and i think we talked about this but kogama disappears for like the second half of matches that they do and maybe this <laughs> is kind of like the alk thing where julia would kind of take over um when they were doing their tag title matches but like, I really noticed that. And Hazuki's the reason that this match got to a level that I enjoyed, uh, at least more than the previous. Um, and it was really down to Ami Sare more so than Mirai. I don't really remember. I know you uh, said something on Twitter about Mirai, <laughs> but uh, I don't oh, really yeah. remember <laughs> what Mirai did. In this, this was uh this As this I was the here. match where, where i had where i had pretty much had it with with mariah she she had the yeah. great match against suzu i don't want to take that away from her mm. but like she she's like nothing out there for me at this point like uh, i i can't tell you a single thing she did in the match she comes out and she gets everybody to clap and then the match starts right. and they stop clapping and what and then like it's like static until the finish um i, I don't I, I don't know I, i've never 
it's it has genuinely been a long time since I've seen a wrestler in I watch a lot of wrestling who has had who has been pushed to this level that that Mariah has in terms of she has been involved in title programs literally since she started. Yeah, uh, she's either been involved in title programs or she's winning Cinderella, and that's her right. her two options since she got here. Exactly, um, and I feel like like she's like the 17th best wrestler on the roster for me if that it's i i just don't i just don't see it with mariah Probably. right now i mean i couldn't um, name the 16 off the top right. of my head but that sounds well, right look, to me yeah yeah i mean <laughs> all you have to do is look at the the five star roster and i can you know i can give that's you true. like <laughs> she's yeah, she's so, on the lower end there that's yeah yeah so so it's 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 disappointing because yeah it's it, it's like it's not like I think she's bad and it's not like I think she doesn't have potential or anything. Too she's just not she's just not where she needs to be in, in terms right. of the push that she's getting. She's not like Shuri. She's not like Julia, who had this rapid mm -hmm. meteoric improvement when she got here to where she's now as like good as anybody. Yeah. Right. She's not like Utami, who came out and when she was champion, decided to just become like the best wrestler in Joshi. Um <laughs> she's she is the exact same as when she got there and when she gets to a, a company and she's new and fresh and not you know unlike the first couple shows where she's not portrayed as like this main event level talent who never ever loses and is always in title programs and you're like okay this is exciting because she 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 was better than the tjpw riffraff that she had to wrestle <laughs> all the time and so it's like okay right. now we actually right. get a chance to make this happen but but i've not seen the growth in her that makes me think that she d deserves this this push on on mm -hmm. just on like an entertainment level like i deserve is maybe not the right word but um has has justified the push in in like an entertainment uh, you know section so um yeah i i'm i'm this is where i'm i'm actively looking forward to her five star because i i want to see her succeed uh and i want to see her justify this push in stardom yeah yeah practically every wrestler who gets pushed to this level maybe maybe you could say like unagi didn't quite but she was never pushed to this level no um no <laughs> uh, this is right mega push. yeah everybody in stardom who gets pushed to this level lives up to it maybe that's an impossible standard to maintain and you're gonna have a miss at some point or because that's like there's some pattern that has to be has to be broken there either they keep doing the unlikely thing where whoever they push just happens to be fantastic every single time or we yeah. finally get somebody who doesn't quite live up to it right. so i want to see mariah succeed in this tournament she's gonna have every opportunity to do so wrestling mayu and julia and saya and starlight kid and momo and hazuki and natsupoi and all these people um but uh for now she, she has not shown it i am a bigger fan of ami saray than i am of mariah right now so uh, we'll see what she does in in the tournament you know what's my best comparison for Mirai? This is the this push that she's having is what people were scared Saya was gonna have when they pushed her. Mm. Starting mm. with that starting with that Utami match, it's almost exactly the same. She had a world title match, she won the Cinderella, she had a wonder match, like in very short order. I'm sure she had tag title match somewhere in there, but not as important. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, it's almost the exact same push. But what Sayakama Tani did was each every, each time she went out there, she got better and better and better and better, 
right? Like that Utami match from last year was fantastic. Her winning Cinderella was cool. I think her match with Mike in the finals was good. Uh, she had that great match with Tam where she came up short. Um, you know, that it's, it's the same kind of push and it's a sink or swim kind of push. Saya swam so far. Mirai has not. And I think she's had three good matches, but not to that level. I think she's had a good match with Shuri, but that's with Shuri. I think she had a good match with Saya, but that's with Saya. And I think she had a good match with Suzu, yeah, but that was exactly. with Suzu. That, that's the difference, is, is it's not it, it's not Mirai driving the great things yeah, in the match. Yeah. I think her best individual performance was the Suzu match, where mm-hmm. I think you could mm-hmm. you could you could reasonably say that she and Suzu were were equally as valuable to to making yes. that match great. But the Saya match, I was just sitting there, I was like, thank God Saya's here because she's the one doing yeah. everything interesting. Yeah here um so um yeah i mean i don't, I don't want to rag on her it's it's just no, tough no. because there's there's lots of there's lots of promotions where you would be maybe not thrilled with her performance but you'd be at least like satisf- satisfied but but the standards are just insanely high in stardom right now and um and that's tough if you can't if you can't meet them so we'll see we'll see what what she does um, this is this is the real test here is the five star. And even though Saya had great matches before doing the five star last year, it was not until after the five star and specifically winning that wonder title that she truly right. blossomed into like this fantastic wrestler yeah. that I think everybody kind of understands her as now. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe Mariah just needs a five star too. Maybe she gets some magic working mm-hmm. singles matches with some of the best in the world uh, on a consistent basis and uh, she comes out of it a, a better wrestler. We'll see. Yeah, she has the biggest weekend of her career this weekend as far as I'm concerned based on mm-hmm. her opponents. Um, but like that is a good point how how Saya didn't get to that like point until she won the title because and i know this because every single time she had a big match i remember people be like oh can she do it and i i realized by like that final wonder stardom title match that where she won the belt i was like why are we asking this question she's literally done it every time like she she has delivered it and that world of stardom title match with utami that was at a time where people were still not a hundred percent sure if utami and yeah. was going to carry that match, let alone Saya. So there's a reason to give them both credit there. Um, but anyways, we'll move on. Let's get to the main event here. Shuri uh, defended the World of Stardom Championship against Tam Nakano. Very emotional match, as you know, Tam does. I think my favorite version of Tam, and I know people could disagree, it depends on the match, depends on the feud. Like in the Julia feud where she had that, great final match to win the title that was a little bit of her and a little bit of julia and it just made for perfection and i think that's when tam's at her best is when she is following someone else's matches and uses what makes her great to make it better right like she is the mm-hmm. everyone talks about how she's the best storyteller the most unique storyteller in wrestling blah, 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 blah. when she uses all of that and makes say a shuri match better it, it i absolutely love it this believe it or not i know most people will disagree with me this is my favorite shuri defense oh and wow I, and and the reason for it is i think and the crowd sucks so like i just <laughs> look past the crowd and i think i've gotten so accustomed to clap crowds or like japanese crowds that it it just hasn't affected me as much but this was my favorite i thought tam gave just another 
fantastic performance. I think this was the first time we saw Shuri really on the ropes here, which was just, it was a sight to behold because it's been a long time since we really felt like, you know what, Shuri might lose. Um, the way she hit the uh, Twilight Dream and like the way they shot on the camera that Shuri just barely got her foot on there. Like they shot it so you couldn't really see her foot. Yeah, move, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same. Really I was like, good. oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Damn, just win. Uh, yeah, I I absolutely adored this match. It was the, it really this match needed to deliver for me to like walk away from this pay per view being at all satisfied, and it did. I not not that I doubted these two. Like you know, you were we, right. you and me were just talking about how we expect that we we're just saying everyone had a cool off, but I would never expect Shuri and Tam Nakano to have a cool off. That's not what they do. They go all in. Uh, they you know she jumps off the uh, the uh, Titan Tron video mm-hmm. at the top of the stage you know she, she tan nakano in title matches is like it's one of the best things and she did it again uh great defense by shuri uh it was it was a fantastic match yeah i thought this match was great too i would put it probably i'd put it like around momo um in terms of the quality of mm-hmm. defense i still think julia is the best one for me um but this was this is great this is the best match on the show by a mile um yeah i wasn't close tam Tam is just yeah i mean tam is just fantastic like she even if there's no story to this there's nothing like going on here she also it's also like weird that she even got this match because she's she lost her last singles match against Mm natsu boy so um but she just comes in and she's like all right we're gonna put on a great match um and in hindsight like nobody should have even thought that she had a chance here to do a title change a week before I know. the five yeah. star happens is like all right all right that's not that's probably not happening that's the tam power right there that yeah, that's tam about. power <laughs> we're walking the tam road now uh, believe, <laughs> believe in that type of stuff but um uh, no I, I i have started some people are still kind of cool it, it's weird when shuri won the title i was like i'm i'm a fan of shuri and i've seen her in you were the opposite and, right and, yeah, exactly. I was yeah. the I was the I, I was like slightly cooler on it than most people because I don't think I, I just couldn't get into her emotionally. Frankly, I she she does a lot of like screaming and she's cooled that off quite a bit. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if you recall when she <laughs> when she oh, started in stardom. Yeah, she she's like so much screaming. I was like, stop screaming. I remember um, asking Alex when I first saw a Sherry match. I was like, why does she yell so much? <laughs> Well, and it was weird because I don't recall her doing that on the indies no, that much either. Doesn't. Maybe it was just like a, a clap crowd thing where Maybe. she felt the need to like fill the silence a little bit. Um, but in any case, <laughs> it, I was just like, and, and I had only really seen her in in A plus awesome matches. Oh, and, yeah. and the other thing, my other thing is I didn't watch most of last year's five star because I was busy with student teaching. Um mm-hmm. And so I just didn't, she had so many, from what I understand, great performances and I just, I I just never saw them. And so I was coming into her title match with Utami being like, all right, she's been built up really strong. She had the classic Mm -hmm. with Utami earlier that year. That is undeniable. Right. But aside from that, and aside from like some really good, some really great tag matches with Julia and some, you know, some miscellaneous stuff here and there. um, I think she's just been merely really good and not like, not like Mayu Utami level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and I still kind of felt that early in her reign, but then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it was Mirai to start, 
and <laughs> then and then <laughs> which in hindsight is not a terribly strong opponent um gosh who who was who did she it defend against on the it was julia okay um and then Maya. that match was fan- yeah 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 that match was fantastic um the the julia the julia match and the but 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 like julia just elevates everything and i even thought the mayu match was both great and also not as good as it could have been um and so i'm like all right man i'm kind of ready for shuri to like lose this title um (laughs) but she comes out she has risa sarah match it's completely out of formula it's completely unique it was awesome it was so violent it was sick i loved it and um and i was like okay this is cool that was that was cool i'm glad she did that but maybe that was just risa sarah driving things and, <laughs> uh, and all that and then she and then both the momo and the tam match i think have gone very similar you like the Hameka one I did like the the Himeka one, and I th- but I thought it was very like standard for her. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and obviously there was like zero chance of a title change, which always <laughs> exactly. takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so then we get to Momo and Tam, and I think what was gr- number one uh, one thing that's great is there was for both of them there was at least a chance of a title change. Like it, it's probably wasn't likely, but but you could at least believably you know get yourself mm-hmm. into some near falls here and there. Right. Um. The other thing is Shuri, I've started to become so enthralled with her her match layouts because they're they're so non-traditional at this mm-hmm. point. For what the the Sarah match like like lit a light bulb over her and made her realize like I don't need mm-hmm. to just do yes. epics where we just kind of grapple around for a little bit to start yeah. and then we start then we get the heat and then we do a comeback right. and then we just trade big moves for the last five minutes, which is good. That was but... the problem with her early reign for me exactly exactly and i love the but, julia match but it was part of well and that was the one that wasn't like that that one was right, the one that was exactly. way more violent and personal there was a story there else. to be fair yeah exactly um and so the momo and tam matches have become these non-traditional layouts where early on it's tam jumping off the mm. the video board and and momo is getting this this really weird um heel heat through uedotai whereas shuri is usually the one sort of wrestling on top because she's such she's an mma fighter and she's dominant and everything like yep. that and the creativity involved in uh in those two matches i think has been stellar and um the work is great she's she's hitting extremely hard as always uh her opponents are matching her and i love the idea that that a match can end out of nowhere it's very much this is what like i I always thought the i always thought the platonic ideal for for shuri as a wrestler would be to be like katsuyuko nakajima or keno of noah and Mm -hmm. i feel like we finally almost almost gotten there where yeah. she the, the matches do not follow a traditional layout there is so much violence like there's going to be dead spots because they, they're not wrestling it like a traditional match but that's okay because at least like what you're seeing in front of you is entertaining in, in terms of sure he's probably like beating the shit out of somebody mm-hmm. um so um i just had to put over shuri who I was, and she also had like a, a fantastic match with Oscar Venny at the Hanukkah Commercial. Oh well. yes, yes, yes. Um, so I just, I just have to put her over as somebody who obviously knew, obviously understood why they made her champion. And I never thought she was anywhere close to bad. And, and in fact, I thought she was very good. But there were other people in Stardom who I would have mm-hmm. booked as my top champion other than her. Since yeah. then, I'm like, oh, no, she's great. I'm and I'm so glad that that she did this reign and they've kept her they've kept with her this long and she's really lived up to it because now Shuri Shuri matches are like must see 
for me. Yeah. And um, and they weren't necessarily a, a year ago. So so I'm super thrilled with Shuri's growth, at least in terms of me. Some people always thought she was fantastic. They were right. <laughs> but I did think that, but yeah. But okay. but, but for me, at, <laughs> at the very least, the the changes in the evolution uh, are, are apparent. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that they've happened because she is she is so self-assured as champion right now. I completely forgot you missed her with most of the five star last year mm -hmm. because the reason I loved her five star so much is because of this. It went away from her epic mold. It went because she had to, right? She only has 20 minutes. So right. she has to pick it up. And I think that's why I, I call her run like for tournaments that I've watched in complete, like from beginning to end every single match, she has the best run I've seen. And I think she, she is best when she challenges herself. And, you know, I've talked to some people about this and like people got sick of that Epic style because it's just like, all right, grapple, grapple, grapple. And then, you know, get the other person gets their spots in and she comes back and wins. She can do any style. That's the, and whenever she plays to someone else's style, I think it's beneficial. Like playing to the Risa Sarah match and just making that, the all out war like you said was fantastic mm -hmm. and the momo one and the julia one like the julia one's the only one that had a firm story to it Risa sarah is like it just had history to it not necessarily story um and that's why i think she's just so great i mean shuri shuri is for me like at any time she has a big match it's as like you said must see and it's been that way for me for a while um and that's why like when we go into the five star i said this it's like oh it's five star time she knows that's why she's waking up now like to be her absolute <laughs> best because this is her tournament she just did it last year she'll do it again um and you know we're gonna get to see this tam rematch we're gonna see an tommy rematch micah rematch we're gonna see a lot of great matches Hameka rematch so it's a uh, risa sarah rematch damn she has a lot of rematches uh but they also be great uh but yeah this 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 match carried the show by far for me um and i and i did like how you said she has the ability to win at any point whether it be her finisher or not and that's always been my favorite part of shuri because she did that through the five star last year she'd win with a sleeper hold she'd win with the uh stretch muffler and then she'd win with the mm -hmm. rio so it's those little things if you know who shuri is it's never sudden it's like you always expect it because if you yeah. have a match where you're expecting or you're sitting there, you're like, oh, this could be it. Like, I need to pay attention because that Mayu match, for example, I think that shocked a lot of people when Mayu, like they rang the bell uh, because like the referee and I still think that match could have been even better. Um, it was really good, but it absolutely um, came under the expectations I had. But like when they ended that match, I remember a lot of people being like, that's it. And I'd be like, this is this is literally what Shuri does. She she beats <laughs> yeah. people with everything. She works on something and then she wins. And that's why I like her and love what she does so much. So yeah, huge fan of this match. Uh, they completely saved the show for me. Um and yeah. I'm just I'm just stoked. Like like the there's so many fresh matchups for Shuri in this tournament, at least, at least for me, because I haven't seen some of them uh, last That's year incredible. when they happened. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, obviously we're getting Shuri versus freaking Utami this upcoming weekend, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be great. I, I hope uh, my only like request of Shuri would be to, um, she did this, I want to say like a couple times when she was SWA champion, maybe not necessarily in title matches, but uh, I would love for her to, 
uh, incorporate like a high kick knockout as a finish mm. um because that's like i said that's kind of what like keno and nakajima yeah. do in noah and uh, i just think it's like awesome when when one out of every 10 singles matches you you win uh yeah. it's just like by by high kick knockout by like a kick to the head which i think is just just sick so um i think that would be really cool but yeah i completely agree that that drama around finishes um makes things better like like you like you said i never really got the because you you've seen it too like criticisms that like i don't know this kind of came out of nowhere the finish was very sudden and i think sudden and coming out of nowhere are two very different things the finish was absolutely sudden um but it, but that doesn't mean but it came out of nowhere because <laughs> it's been yeah exactly it's been not only the story of the match but the story of of Shuri's recent title matches mm-hmm. is that the finish can 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 come from any moment yeah. um so so yeah i i'm i'm very much looking forward to to seeing more yeah uh but let's get to this weekend real quick before we move on uh because it is the beginning of the five star grand prix we have finally made it uh, we're going to go really quick through these two cards. Not going to do a full-on preview because, you know, we already did that. And you can check that out at any time uh, on the Fight Game mm-hmm. Media Network, uh, either YouTube or you can check it out on the feed as well if you would like to listen to the MP3. But the show this weekend, there are 11 matches on this first show. And almost all of them. I must see. So they have an opening tag. It'll be Tam Nakano and Natsupoi versus Momo Watanabe and Saki Kashima versus Koguma. And she doesn't have a tag team partner now because uh, Momo Kogo. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Versus Miyu Amasaki and Hina versus Mina Shirakawa and Wakasukiyama versus Hanan and is it Ruaka or Rina? Either way, I'm sure Hanan's probably going to get moved. Um, yeah, they'll probably move Koguma's it. team. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. Uh, the big match that we really haven't previewed or talked about at all is Kyrie and Nanai Takahashi teaming up against Sayaka Kamatani and the Lady C. In all of this, in all of the excitement for the five-star Grand Prix, we are also getting two Kyrie matches, which one of them involves Nanai Takahashi returning <laughs> to a stardom ring uh, for just the second time over in like i forget the since, exact year since 2015 yes yes uh in seven years so that's kind of a big deal i think a lot of people need to like recognize this is happening but it's a really exciting match uh obviously we know who's winning but hopefully we get the Kyrie official challenge for shia after this yeah it, it has to that that has to be what what we're doing here is uh is getting the the Kyrie the Kyrie challenge um Nanai has been she she looked a little bit beaten down last year uh, towards the end of her seedling uh, run and um, it seemed like she may retire um, when she when she was taking that leave of absence but in her limited action this year she's looked great um, motivated uh, has that has that aura about her that I think few wrestlers in joshi have right now because everybody's so fresh on the scene um nanai has that has that real legend feel to her that i think that i think is difficult to replicate and uh yeah Kyrie and nanai like a year ago saying that 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 was going to happen in stardom <laughs> is like is like preposterous two years ago like people would think you were crazy if you mm-hmm. if you said that Kyrie and nanai takashi were going to team in stardom uh two years from then um so I mean, 
this is this is exciting it's just uh, obviously it's unfortunate i wish there was like i i wish they they had made it if this has been the story of these Kyrie tag matches that they, there's always like yeah. a someone a pin eater in it um <laughs> yeah and i don't know i i uh, i get wanting to protect people but um it's Kyrie she it, can pin anyone <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything for yeah. first of all yeah like you said it doesn't mean anything for you to lose to Kyrie uh one of your <laughs> most legendary wrestlers in you know maybe the wrestler outside of EO and Mayu that is associated with your promotion the most yeah. um and uh not only that but like uh the like Kyrie doesn't gain gain any <laughs> it doesn't like I don't know it feels it feels like an exhibition more yeah. than um more than an actual like competitive tag match so yeah. that's why i really really hope that we do get the uh wonder challenge uh after um after this match because that is really the match that i think everybody's waiting for for Kyrie. um still hold, I, i'm still holding out hope that she's going to be a regular uh not just doing this these you know random one-off shows she she was nursing an injury I also kind of slightly suspect that the reason they left that spot open in the five star that Saki eventually took was either because Kyrie was injured and they weren't sure that she was going to make it back in time or that they were still trying really hard to get her to do the yeah. tournament and she was not sure yet. Um, She's committed to a lot of things outside of wrestling. I think people forget too. Uh, right. And obviously that's she runs a gym too yeah yeah that's speculation on my part so that could be completely you know false but um i mean Kyrie wrestling full-time it would be such a disappointment for her at you know in her early 30s to just be essentially done with full-time wrestling when just five years ago she was a fresh signee with wwe uh being featured in the may young classic and winning the nxt women's championship like that's mm -hmm. such a short amount of time to essentially be like done as a full-time wrestler so i still i'm still holding out hope she comes back full-time and uh I, I the first step in that happening is her is her winning that wonder of stardom championship yep. from Sayakamitani. so we'll see yeah if she wins that title she's gonna be around a lot i think if that happens she's at least around for corkins and pay-per-views i think that would be my guess which is still a plus over the us all waiting around and hoping she just comes around once in a while because that's really what her run has been so far uh but she is here for back-to-back -back days and we will enjoy every second of it but let's get to the tournament matches here blue stars block this might be the opener uh just based on how they have it on here uh but we'll see starlight kid versus suzu suzuki um i'll read through each block match and then i'll let you uh toss any thoughts you have on any of them mm -hmm. real quick ami saray versus saida Mayu Iwatani versus Mirai. Mayu Iwatani has not won an opening night five-star match since her very first. And <laughs> Julia versus Hazuki. That is the Blue Stars block. Uh, I think two great matches yeah, right off the rip. Sure. And then one that could be really good if Mayu elevates Mirai. And then Ami Saray and Saida should be fun. They'll just chop each other and that'll be cool yeah I, i'm i'm really looking forward to all four of those i though that's like such a great lineup and it, and and yet nothing and in better. there is like <laughs> i know i know it's crazy <laughs> and yet nothing in that in those four is like is, is like even a, a theoretical block final or anything right um you know something that could have been 
uh, you know, on the final day. So this tournament is going to be so good. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm slightly dreading the the weekend because I'm I'm moving this weekend, uh, and <laughs> um, it is the busiest weekend in wrestling all year. Yeah. including these two these two five-star shows oh. we got dragon gate kobe world and SummerSlam and rick flair's final match and g1 and <laughs> ice ribbon korikin and like new japan has stuff. a uh random show too the music yeah, city, new, one music with, city uh, mayhem desperado yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much and i'm gonna be so behind and i'm so compulsive about spoilers i literally might just like throw my phone in in, in a river or something and not <laughs> not even uh worry about I it i would definitely and, go yeah you want to go spoiler free i'd just delete the app again if i were yeah i think i, I think i may have delete to delete all that. the apps maybe right, Any app <laughs> right, right. wrestling could be even close to i'll delete safari I'll, I'll delete uh <laughs> chrome from my phone uh, and i'll go. just be i'll just treat it like a like a flip phone for the weekend yeah. but um yeah, I mean the, the these four these four matches are great. I'm really looking forward to seeing what. Obviously, Julian Hazuki is like a really fresh matchup mm. that we haven't seen. Um, that they should be like really exciting other. because yeah, exactly. They've they've really displayed some some real uh, animosity towards each other. Um, but and of course, Starlight Kid and Suzuki is an extremely fresh match too. But as mentioned earlier, super interested in the idea of Mayu versus Mirai. This is that's like this like set up on a, on a silver platter for Mariah to come out and put on a great performance mm. against Mayu who never wins on night one. Um, so uh, we'll see if she, she lives up to it. Yeah. We're getting an important Mayu match. It's been a while. Um, and then Starlight kid versus Suzu Suzuki. I just wanted to talk about that real quick. That should be absolutely fantastic. Just those two. Uh, those two are like, you know, we call Suzu a prodigy, but Starlight Kid and her, the, what, they're 20 and 19 years old. It's like the wrestling is very, very bright here in Joshi, mm-hmm. especially. Um, and then the, the there's history between Julia and Hazuki. If you want to go back to Hazuki's first run where she was like in her like pre-match promo, she's like, yeah, I got to fight Julia to lose here and then I'm leaving. So it's like there is there is, you know, they're probably fine now in real life, but kayfabe wise we know that these two hate each other that should be great and then on the red stars block side we now have momo kogo versus my sakurai kind of funny that they now open the tournament yeah. i'm sure that will be actually the opener of the tournament because they'll just want to get out of the way um unagi sayaka versus saki so that'll be pretty cool to see those two go head to head since they're in the same group now uh the five-star grand prix 2020 finals rematch utami haishishida versus Ameka, and i think we can all celebrate that utami has an important match for the first time yes. in all year essentially except for that stardom world climax show uh micah versus risa sarah that should be excellent and shuri versus azumi will shuri get upset for a third year in a row we will have to see uh any of those matches really jump out to you that you think could be uh oh there's obviously ones that are gonna be fantastic but anything that you wanted to just touch on real quick yeah i mean it's all gonna be great uh looking forward to uh uh himeka versus utami for sure um they're both just the 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 distance between the 2020 finals and now it just feels so great for these two um so that's that's exciting it's so weird you know, Himeka is like so 
I, I think just just stardom, just purely stardom at this point that it's still barely even been two years since she's been a part of the company. Um, so that's exciting. Obviously, Risa Sarah versus Micah is great. Micah, Micah for me, was like one of the one of the top highlights of the five star that I was able to see last year. Uh, just because of she there is nobody in the company who's better at putting somebody over than Micah, which is like almost like a death knell. <laughs> but well, yeah, um, she got killed by Shuri, so we're like, yeah, exactly. The whole tournament. Yeah, and, and you know, even in even in the Utami match that she won, she was, oh, yeah, like, was getting the shit kicked out of her and everything like that. It was pretty bad. But oh, um, you know, a, what a difficult weekend. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Utami and Shuri and back to back nights. Um, so and now she has to come out and face uh, face Risa Sarah here. I don't think Sarah's going to take it easy on on young Micah here. But um, I mean, that should be great. Shuri and Azumi is an interesting one because even though Azumi has this little story of being like yeah, the only wrestler in Stardom, I like that. Yeah, she she's like the only wrestler in Stardom who's been able to consistently get pinfall victories over Shuri, which is what a weird saying something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think in terms of their matches, they've had the best chemistry as wrestlers thus far. And uh, part of it was that that stuff that I was talking about in my, my Shuri talk earlier with, um, I think Shuri's just better, uh, or at least more equipped to her position right now than she was, uh, you know, yeah. maybe when she was SWA champion. So um, that's an interesting one too. Um, I hope they, I hope they come out and show out. I also think personally, Azumi, I almost wonder if people like with people like Azumi and Starlight Kid and the other like really young um, top talents in stardom that people mm -hmm. haven't jumped ahead a little bit in terms of their expectations, because I still think those types of wrestlers have yet to really bolster out their, um, their workload with like, really like classic must oh, yeah. matches the ones that like the ones that delineate utami mayu shuri julia from starlight kid azumi mm -hmm. micah himeka that type of stuff so right. um so I, I think azumi has a chance to make that happen here yeah and she could be main eventing that's not official yet that's but... that would be my choice that's what i yeah. would do i think is shuri yeah. versus azumi it's what they did last year right utami was the champion and then facing sort of an upper mid carter in mm. in micah last year was the main event of that show if i recall so yeah and i think it's worth uh noting i think you made a good point there of like you know they don't have the classics like that main event level does the benefit for starlight kid and azumi is there again 20 and 19, of course of so. course <laughs> so they have uh they have some room they have some room but they'll be they'll you know in maybe a year or two we'll at least be considering maybe one of them to win this tournament so they're they're close but uh this could be a big time for them uh let's really go quickly go through the uh sunday show uh so they have another big tag i'm not reading off all the names again um <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the important tag is Kyrie and natsupoi team up against Mayu Iwatani and Saida. I think that would probably be better than the one the day before mm -hmm. if they get time, if they actually go because we're going to see Mayu and Kairi face off for the first time in a very long time. Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot no I was worries. muted. Uh, uh, yeah, no, th this should be great. Uh, Kyrie and Mayu facing off is like, people how are people not like freaking out about this you know what i, mean? I am personally <laughs> yeah but like it, this is the biggest match for me to ever happen again is like just that rematch someday any day yeah, 
no, no, nobody's talking about the fact that Kyrie and Mayu Iwatani, like two of three them, are going to face off for the first time since EO went to WWE four years ago. Uh, I mean, that's incredible. We're going to see them. And and they're bolstered by two really excellent tag partners, too. Yeah. And <laughs> Natsupoi and Saya Ida. Um, Ida's going to take a beating. Sorry, Ida. Oh, sure, um, sure but, I mean, Kai, Natsupoi. She's being, good at taking one, though. She's very good at that. That's what she's very good good at. Things to be good at. (laughs) Natsupoi being given the rub to team with Kyrie is is a major. You know, you and I had that big conversation when she made her her turn to join Cosmic Angels. That like, okay, Mm. we we are both in agreement that Natsupoi is one of the top people we would pick out of this sort of mid card to upper mid card to elevate into being a top top star. Yes, and this you know getting the rub of being Kyrie's tag tag team partner. Uh, that's been a very limited selection of people thus far in stardom, um, mm-hmm. and so to, to be that is is like a big belief in in her in her ability and and, and potential. So that's really exciting. Um, yeah, I, it, that's it's kind of odd that I, I'm just noticing that now, but Natsupoi has no singles matches this this weekend they they must um yeah maybe she's really going all out in this uh in this tag match we'll see but um that's super exciting that's that's i don't think it'll necessarily be the best match of the weekend it could in terms of stardom kind of crazy if it was (laughs) but but it's absolutely the one i'm most uh excited for and the one I'm, i'm most looking forward to yeah, I think she's the only like major name not to have a match this weekend, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh like a, a tournament match. But it's okay. I expect her to kill it the rest of the way. She's the she's like one of the best house show wrestlers. So I her having her tournament matches on they're not gonna be house shows because they're tournament shows, but you get the picture. I think she'll be great in all mm-hmm. of them. I look forward to them. Uh Blue Stars block, Ami Sarai versus Suzuki, Mina Shirakawa versus Momo Watanabe, Saya Kamatani versus Starlight Kid once again, and Julia versus Mirai. So Mirai starts off with Mayu Yutani and Julia. I, I don't think we can stress wow. this enough. This is your weekend, Mirai. This is your weekend. <laughs> you have you think to... she's getting a little bit of a little bit of a push in this company, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, that's that's kind of like the Micah weekend from last year, right? We yeah. just said it. Shuri yeah. and Utami. This is Mayu and Julia. Like these two are going to lift you up, and you have to be able to reach, right? You have to be able to reach that level. Um, Julia is going to go in there, and they have their history. Mirai did leave. DDM, after all, for God's eye. So I'm sure Julia is going to make it very physical. Let's see if Mariah can uh, match it. But yeah, Sayakana Tani versus Starlight Kids got to be like the most like quiet match on this because we just saw it. But like, yeah, holy crap, they'll be great. <laughs> yeah, of course. They'll probably go more high speed too. You know, like more, not more high speed, but less like leg work than they did in their uh, title match. Like they're probably, right. yeah, it probably that. won't be a, a disparate. They're going to do what I expected them to do. <laughs> right exactly which, and, which and in hindsight that's that's great that they decided to shake up the formula a little yeah. bit knowing that they're wrestling each other two weeks later mm. yeah they've, they've wrestled each other a lot huh they had the uh coffin match too not that they really did much of that but right, they still right. wrestle each other a lot and then the red stars block risa sarah versus saki in the catch the wave rematch you know what everyone asked mm-hmm. for uh koguma versus momo kogo so that's a little interesting now we get stars versus stars tam nakano versus jameka big weekend for jameka Tommy and tam Whew. 
Mm. I wonder how many wins she gets. And then, and of course, the main event, the match that everyone should be talking about, but I think everyone's just excited that it's five star weekend. But we are having Shuri versus Utami Haya Shishida. So, yeah, 15 minute time limit for them is really interesting because their two title matches went, what, 37 and 36, respectively. And um, 43. 43 on the first one my yeah, my apologies yeah, um, crazy <laughs> yeah and and they're they're obviously their five star went to a draw last year right 20 minute draw yeah um yep. so this will be the shortest uh sharia dutani match of all time it'd be very funny to me i almost think they should like um it, it would be it would be i think a very interesting booking decision that you could sort of break your rules for a little bit and do the do the draw and then essentially just do what you did in the title match mm-hmm. last year and have yeah. them uh, in the first one, I should say, and have them both like demand to keep wrestling and then like Rossi grants it or something. I think that, would be, <laughs> that would be, I think that would be like kind of inspired actually. And yeah. even though it, it doesn't really make sense per se, it, I'd I love it. Really cool. I'd love every um, second of it. But, uh, but that's going to, that's obviously like, again, this is another thing. Shuri and Utami are having a match. Like, this is the most important match in stardom history. Uh, yeah. Is, is Shuri versus Utami one. And we're running it back for the first time in 2022. We haven't, we saw it three times in 2021. Uh, and yeah, it's just, just, just a match, just a match. Um, just a match. <laughs> so, although again, that, that makes me think, um, that makes me think Shuri may not be main eventing night one mm-hmm. uh considering mm-hmm. this this has to be the main event right yeah um so yeah maybe it's like julian hazuki or something like that or Risa remember did utami main event both nights last year last oh. year i can't remember the uh, what, i can't even remember what the main event of night two was last year um, uh that's my problem like because i know night one was Ju- was it julian guy. julian momo or julian mayu or something like that might have been julian mayu yeah let me let me double check real quick uh yeah but in any in any case the um i mean that's a huge match i think tam nakano and Himeka is a first time matchup if i recall um I think so. not 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 including like maybe they met in cinderella or something like that but yeah uh, first time Mayu and julia match. by the way yeah it was mayu and julia so yeah, yeah it could be uh, I, I would if, if i was doing i may do um i may do julian hazuki main event night night one and uh and and then and then Utami and Shuri night two because I think that gives one block a main event and it gives the other obviously Shuri and Utami night two, but in any case, um, I would love for there to be like a crazy finish here too. Like I don't want to draw at all. Um, there, like one of these wrestlers needs to beat the other wrestler in my opinion. You there, there's going to be a million draws in this tournament, but there are certain matches where it would just be so predictable and almost deflating that it would be a draw and i think this yeah. is one of them um so i would love to see a finish here yeah i'm i'm super fine with shuri just beating utami in like 13 minutes mm-hmm. and i'm su- super fine even more fine with utami beating shuri in in that same amount of time so um that's what i would do but i mean this is just two incredible cards and uh, i can't wait to watch it all yeah no matter what i t- i don't think utami wins they've ne- i don't think they've given on that win to her yet just thinking back no, on it, no. including the Cinderella match that they had. Shuri be here in that too. So 
that's an interesting story to play. But that is it for the stardom section here. If you want to hear our thoughts on the Ice Ribbon Cork and Hall show um, and the TJPW Tokyo Princess Cup to this point, you've got to subscribe to the Patreon, uh, which, of course, that is where the episode posts first. So if you're hearing this right now and you're hearing this on Wednesday or Thursday or before the tournament even begins, then this is the perfect time to listen. Uh, it should be a lot of fun this coming weekend. We'll have it all in a review next week. But until then, see you next time. Thank you for listening to the stardom free edition of the five star Joshi show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.